All right. I went ahead and hit record flow. It's happening. Beautiful. Here we go. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harris. Today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have, and I should have asked you how to say this, flow. Is it Stridigor? Yes, that's right. Stridigor. Stridigor. Beautiful. You say it better than I do with your amazingly beautiful <laughs> German accent. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I can speak better. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and you guys have a new album called Isolocracy. Uh, which was released on November 13th via MDD Records. And right now, Flo, I'm uh, Rock Metal Nation, we're being joined by Flo to share some more information about what is going on in the world of Stridigor, the world of Isolocracy. We're going to chat about a couple of tracks. So, Flo, welcome to the show. Yeah, it's very nice to be here. I'm a little bit excited, but... Uh... I'm sure that we're going to use the time very, very good. <laughs> exactly. Um, I like that you're a little bit excited. Like, you don't want to get too excited just in case I let you down? No, it's good. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a very calm person. <laughs> okay, very good, very good. Fantastic. Uh, sweet. So let's chat about this album. Isolocracy. This sounds like something to do with lockdowns, or is that just a coincidence? Uh, it's more a coincidence, I think, because um, the whole concept of the album was more about um, how, from my point of view or our point of view as a band, that the people nowadays try to get more into their own little bubble, close their eyes, what's happening out there. And uh, yeah, we wanted to to describe this kind of world order um in the words like isolation and um, yeah, where everyone escapes from that uh, reality outside. So it uses uh, social media uh, over and over and forgets uh, about using real social social um, experience with people outside. Okay. I mean, that leads to a very interesting conversation, doesn't it, Flo? Yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> because... What happened this year? The only thing that people could rely on was social media, and people are not handling it very well. Yeah, that's true. Most of the people are very confused uh, how to use um, these uh, media stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's very sad that it uh, was going out this, but... uh, Fortunate enough, we are all safe and health, and that's uh, the most important thing, I, I think. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, so the, the, everybody in the band has been okay. Nobody's been affected by coronavirus. Yeah. Okay, that's, uh, that's true. Yeah. Okay, das ist sehr gut. My family as well. We've been okay. We've been living the medical advice to the T, though. Like our house is a lockdown. We don't even let family over. It's it's just us. And my wife is on mat leave because she just gave birth to our beautiful daughter six months oh, ago. Congratulations. <laughs> oh. Dankeschön, Dankeschön. <laughs> and uh, so she's not going to work. Our son, our six-year-old son is doing classes online, so he's not leaving the house. Oh. And we are super strict at my work. We're down to a skeleton crew. So I see the same three, four people kind of thing, you know, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been, we've been sticking to it. Sanitizing hands, blowing nose, sanitizing hands. 
you know kind of thing yeah it's 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 kind of annoying but it's the only thing you can do so it's better to do something than not doing anything so wear your mask wash your hands <laughs> do yeah. the best together yeah. exactly. <laughs> and after that we can we can celebrate a big party exactly have a big big huge party like that that beach party they had in wuhan a few months ago <laughs> <laughs> fantastic now um because something you had mentioned there, you know, that I thought was really interesting is isolocracy. People are going into their own little bubble. They're closing their eyes to what's going on out there. But it's almost interesting to think about the fact that even though people are at a restaurant, I'm sure this happens in Germany. It's been a while since I've been to Germany. Um, but here in Canada, for sure, people sit at a table. A family sits at a table. The kids are on the iPads. The parents are on the phones. Nobody's talking to anybody, but they're all sitting together. And now you take away that supposed lack of interaction where only people are able to be on social media. They're not, you know, or they're stuck with their family in their house or whatever on social media. And people are going crazy. I mean, why do you think that is? Why do we need to be sitting at a restaurant on our phones? (laughs) Yeah, I I think um, the whole situation right now, everyone is confronted with him or herself and with the closest family or whatever and uh yeah over the time uh when you were able just to sit there in a restaurant or whatever uh you you uh didn't have the time to think about your own problems what are your own goals or your own wishes or, or whatnot so and now you have the situation you have you are confronted with yourself with your fears with your whatever and yeah, that that's why, uh, unfortunately, some people go crazy and whatever. But uh, yeah, okay. it's, it's yeah, it's important to confront to yourself. So you 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 are your closest person <laughs> in the world. So yeah, you said something really deep there, though, Flo. You are the closest person to yourself, uh, and maybe that's just it. I read something once, Flo, and this is getting to a very interesting conversation. We'll chat about the band. I'm sure we will. Yeah. Um, but I think this is really narrowing in on some cool stuff because uh, I read something once that said that the scariest thing a person can do in modern society is spend time with themselves. Yeah, that's true. We we uh, we have um, we we didn't do that in the in the past very often. So because of all that stuff that's going into our mind, I mean. You, you only have to go to a big city and then you see lights and loud stuff and whatever. We have to learn again what's really important in the world. And at uh, some points we wanted to show that with our music, with our whole concept, the whole artwork, whatever. Okay. Now, two points there that I thought were awesome. Um, number one, you brought it back to the band, so I'm going to make sure that we do that because this is about Stratagore. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> you, you mentioned you go into the big city, you see all the lights, you see everything, and I was just reminded of uh, some 19th century literature f- from some great, uh, for example, Gutje, uh, Dostoevsky, yeah. where people would go mad in the city. Even in, in, in the 19th century, people would go mad in the city and how would they heal themselves so they'd go out to the country and out in nature they would they would become better so i thought that was a, a touch point that that i had registered there and then something else that you had mentioned was that this is exemplified in the artwork of the album so take us take us through this album isolocracy from a production standpoint because lassie 
uh, did the mastering, it looks like. So take us through that. Uh, Oliver did the production. Take us through that. What else is yeah. there that we can talk about? The artwork. Take <laughs> us through the artwork. So take us through this album, Flo. Yeah. I mean, the first ideas from from the songs were five, six, seven years old. I don't know. But um, we had some difficult times over the years. Uh, we parted ways with our former bass player, Clemens, and then Martin, our now bass player, uh, stepped in. And then some personal issues uh, like uh, yeah, I, I, I have to fought with depression, which uh, with um, which was a very hard time for me, but now I'm kind of over it. So uh, and all all this stuff, yeah, all this stuff that happened in the past. <laughs> I'm over yeah, it. Man. You're laughing, but um, yeah, for me it's important to to talk also about this stuff because maybe there are people outside who think oh, I have problems. I'm too shy to ask for help. Just do do it. Ask for help. It's not a shame. It's a great way. It's worth it. But uh, to to come back to the to, to the record. Yeah, we all this stuff came together that we uh, at least had now six years, I think, from the last record to Isolate Racine right now, and uh, we are very we, we are very fortunate that we have our headquarters in our friend's uh, professional studio, recording studio, Health Sound Studio by uh, Ronnie. He's a good friend, and there we had all the uh, possibilities to use professional equipment all the time. We were flexible, go there, whatever, whenever we want. But uh, on the other hand, that was uh, the negative effect because we were a little bit too lazy. And on the uh, on the end, we had to to get uh, to the point to get everything together so uh, that we can uh, reach the date of release, which was last month on November thirteenth. Mm-hmm. We released our record, and yeah. Ronnie also did the production and the recording itself, but uh, Oli from Kiel, uh, he made a big job on the final editings and the mixing. And then we have Lasse Lammert uh, from Lübeck in northern Germany also. So very, very much in northern Germany, everything here is uh, very uh, cozy. <laughs> so, yeah, and uh, Lasse did the very, the very last step, mastering all the stuff. Yeah, and I'm very, very glad how it all worked out. It was a hard time, but in the end, I'm very satisfied with the result. Okay, very cool. Now, I'm not familiar with Oliver. I am familiar with Lassie for a number of reasons. Uh, We do mixing and mastering over here at Rock Metal Studios, and there was a production that we did a couple of years ago, I think at this point, where they specifically said, we want Lassie to do the mastering. Um, So that was cool to have Lassie master one of of my mixes, which is cool. Um, But take us through this particular production team. Why did you choose these guys? I mean, uh, Ronnie is one of our closest friends and because he's uh, the owner of the studio, he was very much into it and said, uh, whatever, uh, whenever you want to come here, I'm, I'm sitting down with you guys and record and uh, said also was very critic with, uh, with us, uh, critical and said, yeah, just record that again and very supportive to to get the best result as possible and oliver um, is a good friend of our guitar player daniel so uh, he worked with him in the past um, and um, he said yeah 
let's let's do uh, let's do Ollie do the mix um, and I was very uh, satisfied with that of course um, yeah the, it was very hard because uh, he's not living this close so we had to do all this stuff uh, sending stuff around but yeah I mean that's that's just uh, small issues I think but the result is that what's uh, all about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, something you said you wanted to chat about, so we'll go back to it, uh, that I I personally found illuminating uh, because for a long time I've read some, some literature about how we have emotions as tools. However, as a lot of times in modern society, we try to mask certain emotions and sadness is an emotion that we have as a tool to let us know that we are angry about something so anger then morphs, okay, yeah. anger yeah. morphs into sadness however if we we suppress that anger to the point where it comes up as sadness and we suppress that some more eventually we've suppressed it so much that we've depressed it down so we've pressed it down so much that it has become a depression yeah that's I, I support that. Yeah, okay. That's true. And all along that pathway, if we follow that pathway, our choices, uh, there's a second in time where we're able to choose whether or not to get angry. And then as we choose to get angry, eventually there's a moment in time where we choose to get sad or to deal with that anger. And we choose to get sad. And eventually we're making the choice to become depressed. Uh, so I've, I've, I've heard many times from many different speakers, psychologists, psychiatrists, uh, sociologists saying, I know it sounds difficult in the, in the grips and the throes of depression, but make a different choice. And it sounds like you may agree with that line of thinking or not. Cause you said, I'm just over it. I, I, I could go there. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's an, it's an easy sentence. I mean, um, it's not really over. So you have to handle it every day, every time, but there are some some uh, problems in your head. You have to um, you have to get into your head, and uh, when you um, yeah, when you work on that, that's that's the only possible way to to uh, use your emotions for better. I, I hope you understand because, as you said, we all have these different kind of emotions, but they all. Um, can can change from another so when i'm feeling sad i i am the the man or the woman who has the possibility to use it to something good or to something bad so yeah this is what it's all about mm -hmm. perfect now that leads me potentially anyway into a track that you said was very personal for you that you wanted to chat about today called escape the the lyrics um the lyrics itself um is from another point of view, like a, a person person is sitting down on a chair, um, trapped. There are very blinding lights in a very old cabin in the woods or something, some kind, some kind of that, and yeah, has the feeling like being tortured and gets all the violence. And in front of him, there's this uh, other guy punching him, doing all this violent stuff. But in the end. The, the guy sitting on the chair realizes it's all himself. It's the same person that's sitting on a chair as uh, um, who's violating. So the, 
the meaning for me personally is I I am responsible for my personal violence I do to myself. So, but I also have the possibility to do something against that. So, on some point, point I tried to describe this negativity or this feeling of depression in that particular song. So, that's, in my opinion, it's it's the most personal song for me. It sounds like you've chosen, going back to the choice, to take control where you can take control instead of falling into a victim mindset. That's true, yeah. But it's it's very easy nowadays. So everyone uh, has the feeling, oh, I am the victim, I cannot do something. And but yeah, you always have the choice. So when you when you see something that's you're not satisfied with, try to change it, but for better for everyone, not only for yourself. Egoism is not helpful in that kind of ways, but yeah, everyone is responsible on this world. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Now, the other track that we're going to chat about today is World in Your Hands, complete with a music video, <clears throat> where you look super cool. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Got your hair down. I barely even recognize you. You know, not wearing any glasses. Yeah, uh, it's all, 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 um, all incognito here. <laughs> That's right. Special agent. <laughs> Special agent, baby. Now, take us through this music video. Did you guys shoot this before lockdown restrictions? Because I know it's been pretty tight in Germany. Am I right? Yeah, it's it was it was shot before all the Corona stuff. It was like last summer, I think. And but nowadays, yeah, in, in Germany uh, there are regions where there are big restrictions and. Um, have um, problems to go outside or something but where i live in the northern part especially here um it's a little bit uh more calm but yeah also also all restaurants are shut down and you're not uh, allowed to meet so many people i think two two people from different households or whatever so we're not allowed to rehearse which is very uh, sad of course, no gigs at the moment and no video shootings. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Well, so to take us through that then. If you guys can't get together and practice, there's no. Not you can't even go get you know a schnitzel at. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you got to make the schnitzel yourself. Can you make a good schnitzel? Um, I I'm not so much into schnitzel. I think I'm. I mean, my my wife is a vegetarian, so we often cook vegetarian food at home. Oh. But when I'm outside, uh, I I sometimes eat döner or mm-hmm. uh, sometimes a good roast beef. That's more my mm-hmm. my special stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to imagine. Obviously, now you know there are probably a lot of vegetarians and vegans in Germany. But just thinking of like hardcore German food like bratwurst and spätzle and you know schnitzel and all these like how in the world do you conceive of a vegetarian German but <laughs> I get it cool uh, and you got the doner there that's perfect doner kebab uh, how do you like your doner kebab mm, very hot so with chili and uh, yeah, onions all the full stuff <laughs> inside all this stuff, baby. Sweet. Okay, so what is the plan then? What, how have you guys been handling this? Is it just like interviews like this that we're doing here? Have you guys been doing live streams 
uh, how have you guys gone about promoting the record in a world where you can't do the traditional ways of promoting it? Yeah, most most of the stuff right now is um, we're promoting pictures and videos, the old old stuff, also the the latest video for World in Your Hands. Um, in the background, we're working on another lyric video, which will be hopefully coming out very soon. And uh, we also had a plan to record um, some kind of studio stream or use it for a, a music video. But right now, everything is postponed to, to next year. Yeah, and um, we use every possibility like, like this interview here, of course, or... Um, like in magazines to to get the names Trudegor outside as much as possible because I mean there are a lot of bands I don't know I don't know how it is in, in Canada but here we have trillions of of bands who want to promote and yeah it's um it's it's very hard to to entertain your um your crowd or your the people outside so we we do the best to get out const constant stuff over and over again so the people um yeah hear about our name and our music mm -hmm. well you can't mistake that name geez louise world in your hands though what is this track about what is the world in my hands is this is this back to i mean based on our conversation the choice is in my hand all i need to do is yeah, that's true. I mean, um, you you see the world outside, you see problems, or you. It's not only about negativity. You can also see it on the positive positive side. Um, you want to give the people more options. Um, do something together. Create something like music or art or uh, even sports if it's possible and. Now in these restrictions, uh, it's very hard. But yeah, you have the possibility to create the world in a way that it affects all the other people as well. And of course, the nature and yeah, that's what it's all about. You have the, the world in your hands. The world in your hands, baby. Beautiful. Okay, so we chatted about escape, world in your hands. We did some personal development where we chatted about making the choice as to where you're going to go today. What is in your hands what is what is the choice that you have uh which is powerful stuff that i don't know maybe it resonates at this time maybe it doesn't uh there's some scary stuff going on as far as depression is concerned uh statistically quite up right now uh so hopefully that that helps some people <clears throat> and i want to make sure that people listening in don't feel attacked we're trying to help uh and hopefully it feels like help uh and then what else is there we chatted about how you guys have been doing this year. Is there anything that I missed, Flo, that you wanted to chat about? Well, well I don't know. <laughs> okay, ich weiß nicht. Uh, ich weiß nicht. Also? How do I say two? I also don't know. Auch. Auch. Ich, auch ich weiß es auch nicht. Yeah. Ich weiß, <laughs> ich weiß auch nicht. Is that how I did it? Is that the grammar? Yeah, that's 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 great. All right, perfect. We, you're from the north. I'm told I have a northern accent. I think it's great. I've I've never been to Canada actually. I I have um, I've met some people from Winnipeg, and they also told me there are a lot of people talking like German, low German stuff. And but I hope when all this crazy shit is over, um, 
I have the the possibility to come over and visit your beautiful country. <laughs> oh, thank you. And I'm glad you brought up Winnipeg because I may live in Edmonton, baby, but I'm from Winnipeg. Ah, cool. <laughs> and I know exactly what they're talking about because there is a lot of uh, low German and Jewish immigrants that ended up in uh, Winnipeg. And, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, and Jews speak, or at least the ones that ended up, like my family, that ended up in Winnipeg speak Yiddish, and Yiddish is a form of low German. Ah, cool, yeah. 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 We, where, where I live, most of the old, older people talk like low German, but it's very... Uh, yeah, it's not so often. So sometimes you sit in a in a bus or something, and you hear someone talking like that. But it's it's uh, going less and less. <laughs> Good, them in their low German ways. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, well, get low, 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 get low. I was actually listening to Rammstein the other day, and I was reminded that they were low German because they said "sfol" instead of "sfi." And I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right." And actually, of- the the singer of Rammstein lives not very that far from here, where I live. So I'm I'm living one hour away from Hamburg and to the east. And half of the band of Rammstein is also from Schwerin, this city where I'm from here. So yeah, wow, very cool, very very big metal scene in Germany. How how how's the situation in Can- Canada? Are are there a lot of metal bands? Yeah, going around. Yeah. Especially in uh, Quebec, that's where you get a lot of your uh, technical death metal and different kinds of death metal. Christian Donaldson, if you look into him, he's one of the top producers of said death metal. Cryptopsy, I believe, is his band. Cryptopsy, okay. Yeah, yeah that comes from Quebec. Isn't, isn't Annihilator also from Canada, I think? I... Yes, they are. Ah, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, Archspire is from Canada. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna 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 check out more Canadian bands. I mean, I was I was on a, I think I was on a guitar clinic of, um, uh, Annihilator. What is his name? Jeff. I'm, I'm not so into much in that stuff. But okay. Yeah. It's okay. Cool, cool, baby. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Thank you, John. <laughs>